So welcome everyone for the first episode in the Public Health Hub podcast. So today we're going to talk about uh, a very interesting topic, which is epidemiology and uh, public health and everything related to statistical analysis. And today I have a very special friend with me, uh, Ashish Parekh. So as a brief introduction uh, about Ashish, he actually holds a bachelor degree in pharmaceutical sciences and a master's degree in pharmacy administration from Ohio State University. He also has a PharmD from Sullivan University. And he worked as a business analyst, a research analyst, and a statistical research analyst in many reputable firms. So also Ashish uh, has worked on many projects and initiatives related to Medicaid, in addition to um, helping control and regulate opioid prescriptions in the state. So hi, Ashish. Hi, good morning, Giva. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm well. Yourself? Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It's our, it's my, it's my uh, honor to have you here. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm honored to be here. I'm humbled to be here, and I look forward to uh, this great conversation with you. Yeah, thank you. So, um, Ashish, because I'm also a pharmacist, and I'm currently going to uh, become an epidemiologist as well, uh, so basically, I have many friends who are pharmacists and they're interested in becoming epidemiologists later on, but they don't know like how to merge the both fields together. So based on your experience, because you have more experience than I do, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you think bo- both of the majors are related based on your experience, of course? Um, I, you know, thanks for that. I mean... I think both pharmacy and epidemiology, they are related in the sense that they both have a way to, um, you know, you focus on the general population. And I think that's the main thing. Like as a pharmacist, you're always just trying to figure out like what is the best um, medicine or treatment that's available um, to treat a disease. And, you know, epidemiology is like the method used to find you know, the cause of health outcomes in populations. And so basically, you know, in epidemiology, you view the patient as a community and the individuals are viewed collectively. So it's just a study of all of that together. But I definitely think both can work together hand in hand because I think you can use public health and epidemiology and the knowledge from pharmacy and really put those two together and really help draw insights and conclusions, which will improve um, the lives of um, society. I mean, one example, you know, it could just be like, a, you know, a public health mm-hmm. it could be like influenza or COVID. Um, and then just basically yep. looking, you know, for pharmacy, like what were the top medications used to treat COVID? And so then you can mm-hmm. use both spheres and work together to definitely figure out what's the best approach to take to combat this solution. Yeah, very true. And also because epidemiology is the basic basis of public health, um, we have a lot of public health concerns related to pharmacy. Like I can name, for example, antibiotic resistance, or um, or other like medication non-compliance. So these are all public health concerns. 
and pharmacists are needed in such you know like uh, a field so so yeah yes i agree with you the second thing that i want to talk about because i mean you're a statistical analyst uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your work what do you do and stuff like that uh yeah so you know kind of just me you know i'm a numbers guy i've always loved um doing research and data analytics and mm-hmm. for me um you know, initially I started off working at um, a managed care organization and just doing some analysis, just looking at healthcare data and just looking to see like what was the trends in uh, utilization for um, different classes of medications. Um, and then, you know, yeah. that was, you know, at my first job. Uh, and then after that, just did, you know, transitioned within the company and just did some work on, uh, indirect marketing and using data analytics just to help decide who's the best consumer to target for um, health insurance plans. And then when I went to uh, Pharmerica at that time, it was one of the roles in which I actually developed a report from the ground up and it had like a Mm 30,000 foot level overview all the way down to a uh, like patient specific so, you know, you're looking at a long-term care facility and you're looking at, like, how much money they're spending month over month. And then, you know, within that, you're able to break it down from the top level all the way down to, like, a spa- patient-specific level to see, you know, this nursing home spent, you know, $100,000 this month. Um, but, you know, the three main classes of drugs that they were used were, you know, drug class A, B, and C. And then within that therapeutic class which were the drugs prescribed and based on that if a doctor was prescribing more brand name drugs instead of a generic that's an option where you can go in and say hey why are you prescribing a brand name medication when you can actually go and prescribe a generic and save some money Um, and so you know that's what I love to do and in my current role um, I just work um, you know for the state of Tennessee um, 10 care and their Medicaid division and uh, just work uh, just to help generate reports, uh, make sure the accuracy and validity of the data is um, not affected, make sure that there's data integrity in all that we do. And also at the same time, just um, working on a few other projects, working on um, a COVID-19 dashboard, working on um, a dashboard for like a 90-day supply and just doing some internal studies just to um, – help provide value to the organization. Um, and for us, you know, it just goes along with our mission statement. You know, we serve the, you know, 1.4 million people and just provide um, high quality, cost-effective care. Um, and that's just, yep. you know, I enjoy doing and That's just a high-level overview of the work that I do. So, Yeah, th- thank you so much for sharing this. Very important information. Uh, so basically, so if I'm interested in enhancing my statistical skills, uh, can you tell us a little bit of, you know, like tips and hacks about that? So, you know, for me, for statistical skills, um, you know, for me, I I usually learn by just doing things. So like instead of like just going to a class and just listening, I prefer more hands-on learning. I think you can learn more better that way when you have hands-on learning. Um, so if someone does want to uh, enhance their statistical skills, I mean, there are a lot of 
classes out there. There are a lot of YouTube videos out there, um, you know, for SAS, Tableau, um, yep. R, Python, whatever languages are out there. Just watch it or you can take a certification and then, you know, just mm-hmm. work with data. I mean, just create your own data set and uh, just analyze it. And that's the best thing that can happen to anyone. And yeah. I think you learn and become more skilled in that area when you take the time to figure out what it is that you want and make it happen. And if you have that drive within you, nothing's going to stop you. So I think, you know, for me, it's just one of those things where, you know, if you show have an interest in statistical analysis, just, you know, do the research yourself, go find the, uh, the tools out there, they are available. And right now, as we're all socially isolated, it's the best time just to brush up on those skills while you're at home um, and continue just to sharpen the tools in your toolkit. Yes, indeed. Um, And also, like, um, I want to add that because we're epidemiologists or maybe like public health professionals, we have the chance, you know, like to be able to work with data. So I advise everyone to like take the action and learn a certain language or software by themselves and then they can like get certified and then add it on their CVs and this can make them stand out from others like when they want to apply to jobs or start a certain project um the them you know like recruiters or companies seeing this like this shows a lot of about this person and plus that you know like now data is needed more than ever so for like in my case, I learned Tableau on my own, and it's been a great thing for where like uh, recruiters are now seeing this and they're being impressed because they now want someone to do their data visuals and statistical analysis, like whether R or Python. So yeah, as you said, everything's hope. I mean, thankfully ac- accessible online. So I think we have to like take action and just do it, right? That's true. Yeah, I think if you're interested. If you're passionate about something, go for it. Um, and, you know, there's people out there who will help you out. Um, if you show um, an interest, then uh, there are people who will help you out and support you along the way. And I think that's kind of like how you and I got connected. I think we both just had conversations offline about mm-hmm. our interests and, you know, we just shared a common goal. So it's all about helping each other out. And I think that's what the world needs right now is, just help each other out, help each other grow, help each other succeed. And, uh, you know, you feel better at the end of the day as well. So Yeah, indeed. And also like to, um, to end our nice episode, um, Ashish, do you think that COVID-19 will eventually increase the availability of the profession of public health or epidemiology worldwide? And why? I do. I do think it's going to uh, increase uh, the urgency mm-hmm. for public health professionals. Um, yeah. I just think, you know, with any time when you have like a virus, you know, the one thing about virus is that every strain or strand of a virus will mutate and change every year. I know with the flu vaccine, they say it's a good thing to have for prevention, but, you know, studies have shown that it's only, it ranges anywhere from like 25 to 35% um, efficacy so it's not like 
the best, but at least it's a preventative measure that can take place. But now the question mm-hmm. lies is you have the flu vaccine and then you have the COVID vaccine. So then it's like, yeah. which one do you take? And then also every human being, their body and genetic makeup is different. Um, and you know, I'm just speaking from my experience. You know, I have this rare blood clotting disorder. Um, and I have like, mm-hmm. you know, that's just part of the autoimmune disorder that I am battling. So for me, like, I just have to take different set of precautions when going for therapy or, you know, vaccinations or immunizations. So every patient is going to be different. And it's just a matter of what can be done. But I definitely do think that awareness and education are going to be on the rise. I definitely think like public health professionals who want to go into teaching or like advocacy for research research will definitely be on the rise and i definitely think that there's so many talented public health professionals around the world and i think like it would be great just to like put all the minds together and just talk and see like you know a public health professional in australia say in you know in india in lebanon Mm -hmm. in europe america and just see how the public health space is in their country and what can be done to help improve life, you know, from their point of view. And I think each country will have a different take. But at the end of the day, the goal is the same, is to make sure that the patient is taken care of first. And, you know, that's what matters the most. And uh, I definitely think there is a bright future ahead. And, uh, you know, people who are passionate about it, definitely follow your dreams, reach out to people um, like yourself are passionate about it and um definitely um you know go for it that's my thing you know if you want to achieve something yeah. in life just go for it don't don't let anything hold you back um and don't let fear talk you yeah. It, so yeah and take action like this is very important take action and don't let anything hold you back as you just said and also to final like to like as a final uh, message here um, public health is for everyone and whether you have like one skill or zero skill or whatever just do it if you have the passion and don't let anything hold you back and um, you know like uh, cheers for positivity hard work and dreams right exactly yeah that's the main thing and it's uh, just uh, yeah you know we need to I think now I think COVID has taught us that you know, at least for me, you know, it's like, there's no point for hatred. There's no point for animosity. We're all, we're all in this together. COVID has affected mm-hmm. worldwide and we all mm. need to just, you know, work together and together we lift it up. We lift each other up and that's what we can all advance. And I think, you know, in the same way with, um, you know, with epidemiology and public health, you know, professionals from around the world, we all have an interest in making sure that the public and society will be in good hands and that they will be taken care of. And what better way than to collaborate right now on Zoom calls or anything like that and share that message with the world. And I think this is like the perfect opportunity to do that. So, yes, indeed. So, Thank you so much, Ashish, for having like giving me this opportunity to be able to give everyone 
interested in public health and epidemiology, like a small or brief insight uh, based on your experience and your passion. So thank you again. And I hope we can collaborate sometime soon in the future. No, I just was saying like, yeah, yeah, this was great. And, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, you're phenomenal and like your passion for this is like great. It inspires me and like whatever I can do to help you out. Like, you know, you, you got me. So I just, I just wanted you to know, like, don't, don't be afraid to reach out. I will definitely help you out and whatever I can do to, you know, make sure that, you know, you can be on the right path. Like I will do that for you. So. Yes. And same, like same case for Val. Thank you. Hey, 